Hello everyone, welcome back to another episode of Setback Leadership Breaking Glass Ceilings podcast. In this episode, I talk to Miss Parul. She happens to be the director of sales in a reputed hotel chain in Hyderabad. She has had about 14 plus years of experience in the hospitality and tourism industry. She's broken many glass ceilings and represented the organization in many international forums as well as in trade shows. In today's episode, when we were talking, Parul shared a couple of very intimate incidents of her life where she learned how to break glass ceilings not once but many a times. And what helped her is finding a mentor and reading and traveling. Why did she say so? Why did she talk about reading and traveling and finding a mentor? Want to find out? Let's get to the discussion and we will see. Hi Parul, how are you doing? And thank you for joining the Setback Leadership Podcast, the video and the audio podcast around breaking the glass ceilings. How are you doing Parul? Hey, Shrijita, I am good and it's really nice to see you across the screen in these times and things are all rocking as usual and uh, yeah, it's all great. Lovely, lovely. So let us get straight into the topic before, you know, instead of making our audiences wait. So here is a question around the topic. As you know, the topic for this uh, podcast, uh, this season is breaking glass ceilings. So I'm going to ask you this question. I know a lot of people have a lot of myth about uh, what is glass ceiling and, uh, you know, what it means to be hit by glass ceilings, etc. I would like to ask your version. What do you think? is a glass ceiling is all about so if you look at the dictionary meaning of the glass ceiling it says that these are blocks which are hampering your success and usually in case of women and minorities right but what i definitely i go with the meaning of what the dictionary states but what i really feel especially for women we have preconceived barriers in a mind which we are sometimes not willing to break and that's the glass ceiling for me so that's the so glass true. ceiling is so glass ceiling is definitely there but it's just that we as women need to realize it and work towards it i totally agree with you on that you know it it has to be self-realization before you go out there in the world and say no the world is not giving me opportunity are you seeking that opportunity is also very very important right uh, so i want to ask you because you come from a hospitality industry and you're a sales director there right i mean in the profit center generally we have not seen many women in hospitality industry holding a position in the profit center we do see them in service we do see them in you know customer uh, care and things like that but not really in profit centers where we are talking about mula the money so what has been your experience uh, you know in your journey okay so uh, as you said that there are not too many women in the profit center and it's 
I don't know if I should be happy about it, but I am the only woman, even in our leadership team at the hotel, right? So there is an ex-com committee, and it comprises of fourteen people, out of which I am the only woman who's part of the committee. And breaking of the glass ceiling, I think, as you said, it's totally, totally you coming out of the comfort zone and raising your hand and saying that you want to do it. Now, I remember of an instance. This was way back in my career, though. where i was in a position of uh, maybe a associate director of sales and one of the industry stalwarts who had met me in one of the trade shows in frankfurt after coming back to india he invited me for a chat and we had a very casual long couple of hours we chatted about it and then he said that why don't you join us in a position of director of sales and this was way back i think 5 6 years back in my career and though the committee there including the gm and the head of sales and marketing was convinced with me i myself was not convinced and i declined that role and i declined that role you know later i realized that i am maybe living in a cocoon and it's time to really break that cocoon now so i immediately went back to where i was working in that particular organization and told them that what i'm doing is not enough and i really need exposure and i really need more responsibilities on my shoulder for me to grow myself and that day when i decided that you know this is it it completely changed my overview my horizon and how i started looking at things so that was like a big glass ceiling that i shattered after declining the role and thinking maybe i shouldn't have declined that role Yeah I mean I mean I uh, hear that from a lot of leaders especially women out there that you know uh, they hesitate they hesitate to take that leap of faith right and I think that's a lesson out there for a lot of women leaders out there that grab that opportunity that's coming your way why are you questioning your own capabilities where somebody else is giving you that opportunity like i mean that's the worst thing that you can do to your own growth and success right i mean so go ahead girls it is time for you to grab it ask for it you know and claim your spot that is the most important i would say right now Parul, you have been there in the industry for fourteen plus years now, and uh, you have seen many ups and downs in your uh, career as well. Have you ever come across any glass ceiling other than your own, you know, your own limiting beliefs? Is there anything that you faced where you felt, no, I shouldn't be uh, going through this, or I didn't have to go through this, or something like that? Yes, there is an instance uh, that I would want to, you know, highlight. in the year 2017 uh my husband got transferred to philippines because uh, they had a site to launch there and i decided to really leave my 12 years of career and go along with him to philippines without knowing what i'm going to do there because i was confident in my mind that it's fine i'm going to get a job there but once we reached there we realized that the local community is not really open to employing expats right especially in the hospitality industry and i kept on giving interviews and i kept on meeting people the discussions were healthy but the owners wouldn't give a go ahead and 9 months passed like that right me trying and not really getting any opportunity there 
and then one fine day i started thinking what am i really doing you know leaving 12 years of my career and sitting here because my husband is posted here yes it's important to stay together and stay kicking but not at the expense of your own well being right and at that many moment i started connecting with all my colleagues back in india and it was a matter of 4 days that i got a role in india right and i decided to basically leave my husband behind in philippines and come knocking towards my career and take up that role in india that was a big decision for me because we had never stayed apart we had never stayed in different countries you know forget about cities in the country but different countries but i took that leap and i went ahead and took that role and i'm happy that i did that you know otherwise i wouldn't have been sitting here with you yeah yeah amazing i mean uh, this reminded me of another incident in my life as well so uh, my husband and i were married for just about 5 6 months so newly wedded couple as they would say and uh, he got a transfer from uh, chennai to bangalore you know he he got a really good uh, opportunity in bangalore and he moved and because he moved the usual uh, assumption in the family and everywhere else was that i would move along with him too but i chose to stay back in my organization till i found a replacement to go and join him in uh, you know bangalore and it took us about 6 months to find that right opportunity till then we managed we managed that long distance relationship and we didn't fall apart by the way so and i can see neither have you fallen apart is it so i mean i think there is a lesson out there for women who think that just to keep a family running or just to keep a, a life of a relationship running they have to let go of their career it's not required you know it's it's absolutely not required yeah so that's why i mean we say you know don't leave before you leave we have seen this general notion that women when this decide to get married they start thinking now maybe should i should take a break for 6 months you know get settled and then maybe think about it it's it's a preconceived notion in our heads i yes. mean things can happen yes. simultaneously and you don't really need to take that Absolutely. break yeah yeah so we we have been taught as women uh, since childhood to make a choice right and uh, i feel it is important to realize that we have the right to choose it all you know we don't have to choose between family and <clears throat> growth in the uh, uh, in the career or take our professional life and personal life you know choose between them we can choose this and that we don't have to choose this or that you know so that's something that's again another lesson thank you parul for bringing that out uh, i want to you know uh, delve a little bit deeper into your head about this particular setback that you're talking about right this challenge that you were facing that uh, in philippines nobody was giving uh, you the job what was running in your mind what was the thought process what was the feelings and how did you actually break out of this uh, uh, glass ceiling so as i said when i reached that country which was completely alien to me i was uh, very very positive in my head because i had substantial amount of experience with me and i was confident that i'm going to get a job but after uh, you know i wouldn't say a couple of tries but after rejections of maybe 7 to 9 rejections i was clear in my head that i'm not going to just sit at home and do nothing right and the thought that was going in my mind was this is not where i'm supposed to be 
I'm supposed to be sitting on a chair and pursuing my career with a strong head. And I have invested all my life working and reaching where I am. And I definitely cannot, cannot leave all that behind. You know, so that was a thought that really drove me to pick up that call, go on LinkedIn, connect with people. And as I said, it was just a matter of four days to get a role in India. So it's, it's just that barrier in your head where you feel, oh, I am Philippines. How am I even going to go back? It's a break of nine months. Will I get a job? What will people think? You, you just have to park all of that, you know, at the back of your head and just do what you really want to do. And that's what I did. Absolutely. I think that's very, very uh, important point, right? To have that clarity in your mind as a leader that what is that is most important to you? What are the things that you prioritize versus, you know, what are the things that you put into the second position or so on, right? I mean, if your career is your first position, first priority, then you have to look at ways to break those molds or break those expectations of the society or anyway break those glass ceilings and get out there and you will find a way like you did and these i mean this is something is is it a is it a myth that once you have a career break you will not get a job back or do you think there is a reality in it you know i'll be very candid about it maybe to an extent it's true in our country but it's not true in countries, in European countries or in US, because I have seen my friends who work for six months and take a break for six months. And I've developed these friends while we travel, you know, like we'd really love to travel. So once a year, we explore a new destination, meet new people, get to know the local culture and people whom I have met while traveling. That's what they do. They do backpacking. They work for six months. They earn enough money. They blow that money for next six months and then they get a job and nobody really questions them. What were you doing for six months? But maybe in our country, that that scenario is still not there. You know, people want to see continuity on your resumes. And, and if there is a gap, your eyebrows will raise. What could be the reason for it? When I, I mean, I, I faced the same situation as well. I had taken a six months uh, break uh, in between uh, due to pregnancy and post-pregnancy complications. Uh, and I've had that situation in my uh, career and it was difficult for me to go back to uh, the formal corporate job. I started back working in uh, startups after that and I did really, really well. Uh, that's another story for another day. But the point is that I'm trying to make that what is the reason that this corporate believe that there has to be a continuity is continuity more important than talent or capability i think it's more to do with our culture shijita i feel in india we've been uh, right from our childhood days you know even in our schools we are taught that you're supposed to complete your education you're supposed to get your degree and you're supposed to get a job right Nobody tells you that you are supposed to manage your pocket money, manage the finances, see what is the practicality of it and open your business. Nobody says that, right? So I think it's more to do with our upbringing, our culture and what's gone in our head that we perceive that if there is a break in the resume, probably there was something wrong. And I think it's the time now to really come out of that perception because 
the next generation is not going to see things in the same light as as we do you know and it, and it's change is the only constant thing in life so i think you know it's time for things to change I mean, I I have to agree to you on that. The next generation is definitely not going to be uh, following these typical rules. First, finish your ex, you know, first finish finish your education, do your masters, do your this PhD or whatever you do, and then get into a job, and then you get married, and then you get settled. I think the word settlement has to go out of dictionary, you know, from a <laughs> life and career point of view, right? I mean, you you can keep exploring. I like look at. I have a 12 year old daughter and uh, whenever we discuss so she she always asks me mama I want to become this and I want to become that and I want to become that right can I become all of it together and I never tell her no you cannot you can become everything together you don't have to be choosing between this or that so I think that's very very important that job is not the only way to earn money why are you doing job to earn your living you can earn a living in any way being a leader in any industry in any field so i think that's a brilliant point you brought out parul thank you so much for that uh, i have one more question here uh, pertaining to again breaking glass ceilings and i see a lot of leaders just get bogged down you know bogged down by the situations they are in bogged down by the glass ceilings that they are unable to uh, you know break etc and uh, it becomes very difficult for them to come out of that rut let's call it that right and uh, how do you think such leaders can actually make those actions or take those actions that help them really shatter those glass ceilings easily without much effort what do you think should be the uh, two three things that they should do or they should think about or they should change about themselves that can take them beyond the you know the glass ceilings you know what i feel and what has helped me is primarily two things one is to identify a mentor in the industry because if if you as a woman has certain amount of obstacles or hurdles which are in your head the mentor having a chat with the mentor really helps you segment that and to in in some cases maybe not immediately break but it's a process that you have to follow having conversations with your mentor and try and break that ceiling because when you are doing when you are going on a journey completely alone it's really difficult but when there is a person right next to you whom you know that this person is there if i have to fall back then things become really easy you know so i think one is to identify a mentor in the industry who will really help you and nurse you to break that ceiling two is to read and travel is what i feel you know because when you read books and though i i'm not really a a voracious reader but i read when i get time but i've seen my husband read n number of books in a month i mean he would wind up six books in a month or four books in a month and i have seen him evolve and your perception changes your horizon changes how you think how you relate to things is is completely different when you gain that exposure of reading and understanding what people in their lives have done and take their essence into yours and then try and marry it 
so i think two things is mentorship reading and traveling agreed completely agreed i mean i have had many mentors in my life who have you know who have made my journey really easy and a it's because of those mentors that i have met along the way in the journey that i have such an exciting uh, career you know with uh, starting from a corporate to becoming an entrepreneur then becoming an author then becoming a speaker and so on and so forth right so there has been a lot of exciting stuffs happening and it's only because of the uh, the mentors so i couldn't agree more with you on that and secondly yes i love traveling i think i learn most of my uh, learning due to traveling and reading i do read a lot of books uh, parul and uh, just to let you know we have a bookies club we call it bookies club where we meet every friday and discuss books so you can imagine everyone talks about books in a week you not only read your one book but you also read another 5 6 books what others have read and reviewed so you can imagine how it multiplies the <laughs> again it's a tip for the listeners here why don't you start a club of your own with similar interests that may be able to take you to a different zone and expand your horizons expand your thinking expand your beliefs and values and all of those things parul at this point i want to ask you another question there are two sides of the coin right one side there are leaders who are facing the challenges of the break, uh, you know glass ceiling and trying to break it and another side there is these organizations or the companies that are uh, you know that are making it possible uh, for this to happen there are change happening all across the board all across the organization especially in the last one one and a half years thanks to the pandemic it it has really made it really really uh, opened eyes for the uh, for the management of different organizations so in that uh, sense in that light i'm going to ask you this question what do you think the companies or the organizations should do to help leaders break these glass ceilings so i know uh, a current organization that i'm working with there are basically different committees and programs that are made and formulated only to really nurture women leaders or the emerging leaders and i think that's the way moving forward because it's true that in times as such even today we need a little push you know and if we get that push we we have the path to really walk and climb and reach maybe to the top not immediately but it's a journey it's a process So I think a lot of corporates are formulating these programs and I think that's the right way of doing it. You know where you are getting the women the potential women pool of potential women all together and telling them as to how is your journey going to be and how we are going to help you really give you that push is the right thing to do and I see a lot of corporates are already doing it. I mean they have targets where they say that 20% or 30% you know it's called diversity has to be there 20% 30% women have to be around in your team and that's one of the KPIs that are being defined these days so i think we are heading in the right direction but it's just that we as women need to have self belief in us to take up those roles to get into those trainings enroll ourselves proactively and follow that because if we don't do that then nobody can help us so true so true any particular program or any particular uh, 
you know a specific thing that caught your attention or made you feel interesting this is something that i would want for my women leaders or for my emerging women leaders in the organization yeah so currently in our organization there is a committee of women it is a program which is uh, called uh, rise okay it's basically rise and that's headed by the women uh, committee there is there are different pillars of uh, philanthropy of managing activities of managing different training programs and all that is headed by women and women not only in india but globally so i think that's a great forum where we as women get together and figure out as to what our women team members or you know emerging leaders are looking for and really plan activities and programs around that so i think a committee of such sorts where women are really managing it taking the lead and getting other women on board to really attend those meetings is is something that i think all organizations should head for lovely i think organizations who are listening to the podcast would take some notes and start acting if they are yet to act upon it uh now we are almost at the fag end of this uh, beautiful podcast an amazing discussion i don't want to let you go but we do have to close <laughs> so a last question to you parul uh, what are your final three tips for leaders who are going through setback or some kind of a challenge in their life to uh, break a glass ceiling what would you give three tips to them to to do so that they are they are able to come out of this challenge quickly very simple one believe in yourself two when you've achieved something give a pat on your back and really acknowledge that you've achieved something and three take that leap of faith superb super we did take a leap of faith and started this podcast you know for all of you <laughs> <laughs> and i hope you all enjoy this with that we just uh, in done with uh, our amazing discussion with parul and parul gave us such amazing you know pointers and insights on her journey her experiences and what she thinks are the right things to do to break those glass ceilings i'm going to summarize that in a in a sentence or two i felt i think finding a mentor is very very important reading books or keep learning is coming across as a very uh, you know regular theme even our last guest talked about uh, learning more and reading books and travel happens to be my favorite as well so i think these are these are the three things i would take away from this discussion parul i had a great time talking to you and enjoyed it <laughs> and let's stay in touch and let's bring up more women helping them break those glass ceiling what say absolutely and shijita thanks to tan and all thanks to you that you really got this arranged and i got a chance to really voice my thoughts which i hope uh, you know are going to help few other women out there so thank you so much for organizing this it was amazing it was great fun total pleasure total pleasure parul so you just heard what parul and i were talking about during today's episode and what caught my attention during the episode is her experience of how she chose to leave her career her booming career you know at the drop of a hat just because her husband was moving and then finally realized that it is important for for her to also concentrate on building her career and come back that realization 
helped her break her glass ceiling. What kind of a realization are you having? What kind of a mentor are you going to choose? And how you are going to shatter your glass ceiling? Tell us in the comments. I will be all ears to listen to you all.